0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 235, IELTS Speaking Part 3 Answers for the Hottest Topic.
1: In today's episode, get four speaking part three sample answers for questions about the most common topic, education. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, Jessica. What's going on? What's shaking? Hey, Lindsay. Not much. Just uh, um, <laughs> right before we started recording, you guys, uh, the, a package was delivered and Ozzy went crazy barking. Any Anybody oh, that God. comes close to our door, um, he goes crazy barking. So luckily that didn't happen while we were recording. Um, but... But, yeah, so James' birthday is in a couple weeks, so I've just been slowly, you know, ordering more presents for him from <laughs> Amazon. So that's that's all that was, just another little Lego set delivered for James. Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool how dogs are so protective
0: of their families. I mean, even if they've just moved in with you, the yeah. dog, I mean, they're just automatically very protective. It's so cool.
1: Yeah, once they accept you as their pack, like, that's their, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, they're with you Mm. for life. Like, it's amazing. But he's, like, Ozzy is so huge and strong and powerful that and protective that I'm going to start taking him to obedience classes, actually, because he's just scaring the bejesus out of people. Like, (laughs) really, all he wants to do is, like, play with them, like, when we're out for a walk and stuff. But then, but he can't because he's on the leash. And so he's just, like, jumping and growling and people are giving me really dirty looks and stuff. So...
0: <laughs> yeah you got to get on that i know
1: because <laughs> oh, he's no. just gonna get stronger as well so oh geez. yeah we're gonna we're gonna take some training classes
0: <laughs> good idea good idea harness that dog I <laughs> those
1: are one of my friends she has a couple dogs and she does lots of dog training and as soon as I got Ozzy and I was talking to her, she's like, yeah, you got a lot of dog there. That's a lot of yeah. dog. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love him. That's He's awesome. The best. He's always the fastest one at the dog park. I'm like a proud oh. mom. I'm just like, mm, my dog's <laughs> the fastest. La, la, la.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> I love okay, it. Okay.
1: So um, uh, you don't have to talk about your dog on IELTS, but you can if it comes yeah. up. Pet do come up, actually. There are some questions mm-hmm. about animals that Ooh. are seen sometimes, like um, describe a wild animal from your country. That's one part two. And then mm. in part three, it could be about like animal uh, preservation, not preservation, um, protection and how oh, we yeah. use animals and work and home. So that's mm. something to think. Maybe we could do that in another episode.
0: Yeah, another episode. I like that idea. Yeah, it's a good thing to think about, though, ahead of time, right? To have all these topics on our mind, and that's where we talk about the culture of thinking is very helpful.
1: Exactly, exactly. The more ideas you put into your head (laughs) from various resources, the more ideas you have. I mean, that's simple. You got it.
0: You got it, Jessica. That's it.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so we are doing some sample part three answers today about education because education is one of the most common topics, of course, on the speaking test and the writing test. And it's also mm-hmm. something that you hear about on listening sections one and two. And there could be an article about it on the reading test. I mean, this topic is everywhere on IELTS.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, and this is an easy one to to prepare for, to learn yeah. about, to open your mind to ahead of time in your preparation for the exam.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to uh, do four example questions today and give you our answers. But these are definitely questions that you should write down and practice your own answers for a few times. Remember, guys, one of the strategies that we talk about on the show is not just Answering a question and moving on, but practicing the same answer two or three times to increase your fluency.
0: Mm, okay. I like that. I like that. So, so last time, Jessica, we talked about a little framework that we could use when we respond to these speaking part three questions. Should we talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. Yeah. So what you should try to do. And again, guys, like if you're listening to our answers, we don't strictly just do this. I mean, we're, you know, we, we sort of dance around this structure a little bit. So it can be flexible, but what you need to practice in the beginning just to get the, the confidence and the ability to sustain succinctly answer these questions and not wander and talk for too long and be disorganized. You do need to practice with a structure. So what you should try to do is, first of all, give your direct opinion, support it with specific details and examples, and then give a one-sentence summary.
0: Mm, I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. Well, very nice. Should we get started?
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. So let's, let's just take turns. You can ask me one and then I'll ask you one.
0: Okay, here we go, Jessica. Here is your first question. So again, we want to encourage our listeners to take out a pen and paper and, and, you know, note down what you think Jessica is doing well in these answers. And then we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, good idea. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So question is, some education systems are based on memorization of important ideas from the past. And is this a good way to educate?
1: Oh my gosh, that's an excellent question. It's something that I've actually thought about a lot having taught in more conservative countries where the education system is very traditional and conservative like this. This is that, you know, classic way of, of a teacher giving you a list of dates or a list of whatever you have to memorize it and then you take a test and you just Spit out the information. Um, it's just this rote memorization. You memorize something, you spit it out on a test, and then you forget it. And uh, I've experienced that in school as well after tests. Once you, once you get that information out, it's really not put into context or any useful, um, situation for you. And so you just forget it. So no, that is not a good way to educate. Um, we need to, of course, still provide students with important ideas from the past and study like the founding fathers, for example, and how democracy was born. But we also need to connect it to something in their lives. And so it's, it's put into context and they can remember it and hopefully use it in their own ways in the future.
0: I like it. I like it. Very nice. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I liked some of the vocabulary that you used here, Jessica. You used the term rote memorization. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And to connect it to their lives, I like the supporting details. And, you know, you were very firm about your opinion. You also summed up your opinion very well by saying, no, this is not a good way to educate, to make it very clear what your opinion was.
1: Yes. So remember, guys, it is important to express strong opinions in speaking part three and writing task two. It actually is part of your grade, taking a position on something. So it's something that you, if it's not something you're used to doing in your own language or your own culture, then it is something you definitely have to practice for the exam.
0: You're still relying on free resources. And if you don't have a study plan to show you exactly what to do each day and strategies to get you to your target score, then you will not achieve your target score. To get into the Three Keys Isle Success System now, go to all Earsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S, where we give you the study plan, the strategies, and the Facebook community group immediately. Go to all earsenglish.com forward slash K E Y S.
1: Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, okay. very cool. Um, Lindsay, <clears throat> continuing on about education. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, how can? Uh, let me see. Okay, so how has the education system in your country changed in the past decade?
0: Okay. So I would say that the education system in our country has changed significantly in the past decade in the sense that a lot of education is going online. And our course is the perfect example of that. We run a private online course for obviously for people going for the IELTS exam, but it's not just our course. It's Courses like um, lynda.com, for example, and in terms of the public sector, we have Khan Academy that is also starting to flip the classroom and to have students st- do the lectures at home on video and have them come in and have the teacher provide support when it comes to implementing the lectures. And I think that this has been a, gr- a really smart way to, you know, increase students' learning and maximize their time. And also help them to go deeper with the concepts and get the feedback that they really need on specific things that are important to them. So overall, I think the, the most important way that education's changed in the last decade is definitely by m- being moved online. And I think it's going to continue that way in the future.
1: Excellent. Of course. Um, Lindsay and I are, you know, we we have an extra advantage in answering questions about education. Yeah, <laughs> um, for that one. At least, yeah. <laughs> um, but something to notice about both of our answers because obviously education is something that we're passionate about. When we do express, when anybody expresses opinions about what they're passionate about, um, they're pronunciation gets much more natural because you put this emotion in your voice. So guys, the getting that seven in pronunciation That's all you have to do is put some emotion in your voice and sound, like, strong about stuff. So that's another good reason to practice expressing your honest opinions about things. Because the examiner does not have to agree. Your ideas literally do not matter to the examiner at all. She or he is only grading your English abilities. So, Mm, yeah, this is something to think about.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important for our listeners when you're doing your practice, you're practicing your speaking, practice the questions that are not in your wheelhouse, you know, practice the questions that are not that don't necessarily, you know, give you that natural voice and learn to use that natural voice on questions that maybe you're not as familiar with. Because if we're always practicing the things that are easy for us, we're not going to learn much.
1: Exactly, exactly. You have to challenge yourself. Um, and that's the only way to prepare for test day as well. And this also creates that culture of thinking. Because if you're looking at a topic that you're unfamiliar with, just read a couple articles, go into Google News or the New York Times, like whatever, read a couple articles about it. And find a perspective find something Mm -hmm. that you agree or disagree with about this topic
0: Mm, I like that idea. I like that idea. I mean, we can subscribe to the New York Times. We can go to NPR. If you're yeah. listening to NPR on a weekly basis, you're always going to have thoughts going through your head. Exactly. You know, yeah. ideas. Um, All I podcasts. do is listen
1: to NPR and podcasts. I, I, I don't listen to music much anymore, um, mm-hmm. unless I'm writing, because of course I can't listen to words while I'm making words. But if I'm, yeah. you know, yeah. just daily life stuff, always podcasts in the background.
0: Mm, that's so cool I like that and I didn't (laughs) discover podcast till I got a smartphone and then it was all
1: over (laughs) I know right yeah it's too easy okay um all right so Lindsay are you ready for another question uh
0: yeah should I ask you or should you ask me I'm I'm
1: gonna ask you this time (gasps) okay Okay. I'm ready um (laughs) how can teachers encourage students to come up with their own oh wait no you're supposed to ask me that one Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Got a little confused there. Right, so, Jessica, right. I, I have a question for you. Are you ready? I messed
1: up that organization. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, how
0: can teachers encourage students to come up with their own ideas? Good, good question. I've never heard oh, that no. before.
1: No. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> let's see. So, there are a variety of ways that teachers can do this and teachers must do this. Um, because this is something that is so vital in today's world when so many people are working on their own laptops, on their own projects, they're um creating niches for themselves in the in the in the market, in the workplace that didn't exist before because of technology. I mean, now we have so much creative freedom and resources that we we have to arm our students with the tools to be able to exploit these resources. So, how can teachers do this? Well, I think just encouraging more um, um, Open ended questions and discussions among the students and not um, shushing the students up. I mean, encouraging them to ask questions about anything and everything and never be discouraging or never, never say that any question is bad or wrong, you know, always saying that it's positive to be curious. So, um, yeah, I think that general approach in any subject is gonna, gonna encourage students to have their own ideas.
0: Ooh, Ooh I like it I like it <laughs> and I like how once again at the end you said yeah I think right you're you're summarizing your point of view again really nice and I like how you you Reiterated the question, like you repeated the question. So how can teachers do this? It's a good way of kind of reorganizing your yeah. answer and moving to moving down the framework.
1: That's a good strategy, mm-hmm. guys. If you feel like you're getting off topic, because I did feel like I was getting off topic a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I had to remind myself, like, okay, like check back in, sort of re ask yourself the question out loud and make sure that you, you have answered it directly before you finish your answer.
0: Mm, That's like a that. good strategy.
1: Like oh, we should that write is a that good down. Strategy. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, we had a guest on, uh, Vicky Rivera, as a teacher on italki who is a trainer in TOEFL. And actually, that oh. was a strategy that she had presented regarding TOEFL. Um, and I asked her why that was connected to the scoring system. And her idea was that it, it really does keep students on test to make sure they answer the question. Because my impression is that on TOEFL, it's very important, as it is on IELTS, mm-hmm. to answer the question very tightly, right? Yeah. So sure. it, this would work well for IELTS as well as TOEFL. You know, one of those rare strategies that works for both. <laughs> there are
1: some, not many, but there yeah, are some. Not many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's your turn, right? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Um, let's see. Um, how do you see the classroom of the future? Do you think the traditional classroom will completely disappear?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. This question is going to be quite similar to my, my previous answer, to be honest. My opinion is that I'm not sure that it will completely disappear, but I think that our classroom time as students, our time spent in the classroom will significantly be significantly reduced. For example, in a three, four month course, we may end up checking in with the teacher physically in the classroom once or twice so that as students were able to, you know, work remotely, study remotely and study from different parts of the world and not need to physically be in the classroom. Because if we want to take a class with an expert on a certain topic, why do we need to physically be in that city that that expert is in? So I think that in the future, it's likely that we'll only have a few uh, times when we'll need to touch base in in person with a student and the rest of the time will primarily be spent online, um, with engaging activities and ways that make education work online. That's my opinion. (laughs) Ah, Good. So it was yeah. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, it's and this does happen sometimes on the test, guys, that the examiner asks you a question that you feel like you've already answered in a way. Um, Mm. this does happen. It definitely does happen. So uh just like Lindsay did there, recognize the fact where say, to be honest, Mm. um my my feelings about this are pretty similar to the last question, you know, just name it. Name the thought. Don't be nervous about it or confused, just name what you're thinking be honest about it and then move on and answer the question but you can't mm-hmm. you can't just repeat something you just said so the challenge mm-hmm. there is finding some different details and some paraphrases and a couple new things to say so they're like yeah. you could focus on the, the future of it right not just mm-hmm. why it's good now but how it'll change stuff in the future so you you did add new stuff to make it a new answer right. um yeah And why is it so important for us to give that one sentence summary at the end? Well, guys, you need to signal the examiner that you're done. That's it. And it's a good way for you to focus on giving an organized answer because that's one of the toughest things in part three. Students just wander and never kind of finish and Mm. the examiner has to interrupt them. So definitely practice this structure, guys
0: yeah that's huge it also helps our mind to reorganize uh-huh. and just finish it up you know I think yeah. that makes it very clean and cohesive and it works yeah so guys yeah carry on with that strategy <laughs> very cool okay Jessica this has been good challenging as always I can when we do these episodes on speaking part three answers and part two I really empathize with our listeners because it is a little bit stressful I'm not gonna lie it coming is up with these answers it's not easy guys to be so, on the
1: spot yeah it's tough we're
0: with you in this yeah absolutely cool Um, I guess we'll wrap it up for today, Jessica, but we'll see you back here in the next episode. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day, Lindsay. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a 7 on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone.